a bit. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better, Kenton. Like, I don't know how to describe the feeling. Um, I did. I watched the Book of Boba Fett first thing in the morning, like you suggested last week. It was awesome. It's a great way to start your morning with a nice hot cup of coffee and a, an episode of, of the Book of Boba Fett. Oh. Uh, and this one was no exception. Another amazing episode. Yeah, I think uh, last week I said like too much and I swore too much because I was so excited. <laughs> And this week, uh, I am more excited than last week, so I'm going to have to exert self-control here. But I think that we are seeing like some truths, like <laughs> some, <laughs> some. Try not truly... to think about it. Just try to like it. It'll, yeah. it I'll talk about it later. There's ways you can get rid of that. We Sorry. are we are seeing some of the best Star Wars that we have ever seen in our entire lives. It's a, I said, I tweeted today, I don't know if I replied or if I tweeted, I don't know, but I tweeted, this is the, oh, I, I know where I put it on TikTok. I said, it's the ultimate Valentine for seasoned Star Wars fans. Yeah. Star Wars fans who have been there now, I'm, and I tell you, it's a Valentine for any Star Wars fan, right. but particularly for those of us who were around when the first movie came out and we've gone through the highs and lows and prequels and sequels and a classic trilogy and shadows of the empire and clone wars and years and decades when nothing happened and here we are seeing the sequel that we wanted to see back in the day that are making our wildest dreams come true and not just making our dreams come true but blowing our minds with stuff that we never thought we would ever see it's it's the best we're seeing the best star wars ever and it's a it's just a joy to watch it unfold and i have more to say about that at the end when we talk about i have an overall theory we'll go through the whole thing like we have been mm -hmm. but i have an overall theory of why i've been thinking of this in, in certain terms and why am i now the way i'm thinking about the show is changing the way i'm thinking about star wars is changing now because i've been kind of in this mindset for so long of this is how star wars is this is how star wars has been told and now we're seeing this other way they're, they're doing this in this other new way and it's very exciting and oh man, this just is just such a good episode. I just can't wait to get into it. <laughs> it's magic. It's 110% magic. It it's... really is. It really is. And I and fuck the naysayers, pardon the expression, but I'm oh. sorry. Anybody who's giving this like a negative review because we're not spending enough time with Boba Fett, F you. It is um <laughs> it is honestly, it's all the same show. It's all the same show. This it's this is why they they've done the mm. chapters like they did, right? They continue the chapters on. We're continuing the chapter numbers from it says well although, although it's confusing though, it says chapter six, the book of Boba Fett. Or, yeah, but there is an overall chapter number, wasn't there? There was when we looked at it first, the first time. When we first heard about this, we were looking to see how many episodes mm -hmm. there were going to be. And the chapters for the Book of Boba Fett were labeled chapter 12, 13, 14, yeah. whatever. It continued from The Mandalorian. It did not start a new one. So maybe somewhere along the lines, they realized that, that was confusing. They changed that. I don't think, I think those chapters were mislabeled anyway. Oh, okay. I maybe that that might have just been bullshit, internet bullshit that okay. somebody made up that made it look official. But I don't remember seeing a title called uh, The Return of the Mandalorian because if I no, would no, have no, seen... No, 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 none of that stuff was up yet, like, yes. Yeah, if I would have right. seen that, I would have, uh, my mind would have been blown. And uh, the chapter titles I saw look like a competent hobbyist's <laughs> version of what the ultimate titles uh, uh, turned out to be. But yeah. they, I don't think that they were even working titles. They might have been 
fake Lucasfilm titles. Right. It sounded, re- it might've been that, maybe that, maybe not. But, uh, uh, and then what's this one called again? I, I'm trying to find it on my screen here. Um, um, a stranger. Uh, it's, it's, it's worded in an interesting way. Um, a stranger from the desert emerges. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, here, I'll just go to watch. Well, let's start with us. We don't even, we're not even there yet. We're not even. No, there. we're not we even there see. yet. So we're looking at it right now. I'm sharing the screen. So we see, um, uh, this is, we see Corner of the Cobb back. Uh, and I'm thrilled to see him again. Thrilled to open with, uh, with our friend, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Um, and uh, there we go. And so, you know, and, and clearly what is a spice deal being made. Um, we have the, the Pike <laughs> Syndicate uh, in their masks and they're in the, what looks to be a pretty souped up speeder, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing, they're like obviously exchanging money for spice. Now, I don't know where the other people's, I mean, there's another speeder or something, but there was, it was clearly an exchange going on here, right? Am I not seeing that properly? Or they were, they were securing the shipment. They were doing maybe something. They were, maybe they just took it out to brag about it. Maybe that's it. Maybe they weren't oh. like they're just stopping and seeing. I don't know because he was like, "Don't, right. don't deal there's spice cash. in our territory." Yeah, there's a cash trade happening. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how they all arrived there. Some right. walked. Not some clear. walked. Some drove. <laughs> some but took anyway, the bus. <laughs> Cobb uh, comes upon them, and to be fair, offers them an out. Right. He's like, "Okay, you guys, I'm willing to chalk this up." And great lines, great dialogue, oh. very good performance. You you said, I think we were texting. You said right out of justified. Like he's just channeling that character. Or Deadwood. Or he's Deadwood, playing yes. the. Yes. He is playing that same character. He's played a number of times already because he's so damn good at it. Yeah. I loved it. And, and the catchphrase, the phrase that pays on this week's uh, Book of Boba Fett is think it through. Think it through. I love it. Think it through before you, before you pick up that blaster. Think it through. <laughs> before you say, be, before, yeah, before you do this, think it through. I'm going to start using that in class more. Yes. Think it good. through. Yes. Think it through. You're, you're about to ask me for an extension. Think it through. It's a bad idea. <laughs> So, um, so anyway, we uh, see him do this, and they of course challenge him, and he is a quick draw. He uh, he shoots two of them, think it through to the third guy. The guy does think it through, um, and doesn't uh, doesn't uh, pursue that um, whatever. But then uh, he leaves the spice, and the guy's like, "It's worth more than your town." And he's like, "Then I'll retire," and then he just dumps it out because he's it's worthless to him. This is spice. This is the drug that I guess is being traded or, or smuggled across um across Tatooine and we're coming up on the title here let's just pause it from the desert comes a stranger that's what the title is yes it reminds me of something wicked this way comes yes exactly or something something like that but it's it's a great title I forgot all about it one second in one second after I saw (laughs) it and of course it pays off later in the show oh yeah absolutely that is a great title Uh, I love the intro sequence Uh, I was already giddy just seeing uh, our pal uh, our quick quick draw McGraw confronting the bad go. guy. That's oh, better, and I thought the corn on the cob. I thought that we I thought there was gonna be something else in the spice when it was blowing out well, there. Yeah, I kept thinking, I, I'm, you know, we don't know a lot about spice, right? And and people yeah. I guess the main criticism about this is it directly steals from Dune, but I think they both stole from the same thing, wasn't it? Dune and George Lucas both kind of got spice from some other thing that they were. I don't remember what it is, I don't but it's know. it's it's a insert drug here. Like it's a universal thing, the narcotic, the thing that causes people addiction. It causes misery, poverty, 
all kinds of horrible things happen from it. I wish it would show some of that in this show. I wish they would show some of the effects of spice addiction. I think there's an opportunity for a message there. And uh, something like, um, like a show like Breaking Bad didn't do that enough. Like that, <laughs> a show that kind of, gla- kind of glamorized meth a bit, that show. And glamorized the life. I mean, obviously it didn't work out too well for the meth dealers, but it did kind of like, it was exciting and dangerous and that kind of thing. And I think that didn't do enough to show. There was, I remember one episode in particular where we saw that couple with the bank machine um, in Breaking Bad. That was a memorable episode. And we saw the, the effects of meth on them but i would like to see in this universe in the star wars universe what a spice addict looks like like what that is all about yeah uh there's many places you can take this and they will take it there I'm sure they will yeah I'm they will they take will it now. there yeah there's there's um i i thought i was about to say i thought that we might see a lightsaber crystal in there i thought we might see something but instead we segue and we see um the mandalorian about going somewhere and uh, we all felt like crying probably when we saw this because it's just too much to behold. There's some great reaction videos on, oh, it's It's beautiful. It's so Star Wars, right? Just this kind of continuous shot of him coming into the planet, flying between the hills. I love this shot of him in the cockpit, like that shot straight on. That new shot is is a great shot. Yeah, oh yeah, okay, wait, wait. Sorry, I reversed that for a second. Um, yeah, so that's just a great sequence. And, and uh, yeah, it did kind of, again, reminds me of all the other times we've seen spaceships kind of cruising through. Uh, what planet do you think this is? Did they did they say at some point? Or have you heard what planet it's, it is? Or it's is it the Jedi Temple planet, but I don't believe it's ever been named, has it? Okay. I, don't I don't believe know. it has been. Where. No. So, and, and this also is the perfect blend. We've got prequels, classic trilogy, and sequels all referred to in images and dialogue and characters here. Perfect blending of all yes, that this, stuff. This episode, like the last episode, did a good idea, a good job of bringing together the prequels and the original films. But this, um, oh. just, it, it, it brings in, it, it actually does bring in the sequel films in a good way that I, would, I was completely surprised by. I did not expect that. So now we can see the foundation. We can see the beginnings of the prequel films here, right? This is where... Uh, no, no, the beginning well, of the sequel film. Sorry, sequel films. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sequels, right. So, um, and and so we see R2-D2, and I knew immediately as soon as I saw that uh, that radar dish who that was and whose dish that was. Yeah. So he welcomes Mando as he arrives on this planet. Uh, who, I, I screamed at just the radar dish. I, I screamed and, and applauded. And I applauded. I was yes! clapping. Yeah, I was very excited. Yeah. This, this so would cool. be huge in a theater. Oh, People sure. would go crazy. Imagine this watching this in the theater. I yeah. wonder if that would be a great idea to incorporate some kind of a, a screening. Like I would like to see this live for the first time in a theater oh. with a crowded room. That would be so much fun. Do you, do you like the little bait and switch they play in this scene? It's so Mando uh, is walking with R2-D2 and you think you see a boulder levitating. Yes. But, <laughs> yes. but it's, not. No, it's not. No, it's these little robots. It's yeah. so They're funny. training. Oh, no. Wait, what's this? <laughs> what is this? See, it did yeah. look like a rock floating, and that's synonymous with Jedi training. Um, but that we did not get that. Um, but Mando takes a minute to look at it, and R2's like, come on, buddy. Let's go. So I was, I mean, I wasn't really uh, focused on that. I was really, like, just loving the shots. and uh, um, Beautiful. Uh, it just looks so cool. We've got, like, bamboo, it looks like, here. So this is, like, another mm-hmm. sand. And, and it, it is a refreshing break from all the sand that we've had in this series, right? Up to this point, it's yeah. been really all about – I'll pause it here for a second. It's been really all about, um, you know um, – 
the Tatooine thing, and that's fine. And they did a good job, like building that up and, and putting bringing us to a certain point. But I like that they're pausing in that narrative now to give us this side story of Mando and what he's doing. And if this had been a movie series, this would be like the center movie, right? This would be that would be. I know it was more than two hours or whatever, but that first part would be like part one. This is part two, and then these last two episodes are going to be part three, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's how this is working. So yeah, he comes across these comes across these builder droids who are building a, a what looks to be a Jedi temple. I think it's pretty obvious at this point. The Jedi uh, temple. Well, the uh, like, but this is not Acto. Like, this is not Acto where Luke was. It's the same design as those buildings on Acto. So no, no, this. not Acto. But I mean the Jedi temple in the flashback right. where this Kylo where Ren kills Kylo everybody. Ren. Yes, right, exactly. right. This is the one that gets burned. Yes, exactly. Right. So they're building this. Um, oh, I didn't make that connection at the time. I really didn't. That it's the same one between the the, the prequels. But you're right, absolutely. That's what it, it is. has to be. It ha- yeah. and the, and these builder ant droids are incredible. They're great. Oh. Uh, can I say I love the music? Let's listen to the music for a second. Yeah. I hope you can hear this. so good i love it i love the music during the sequence i love watching them build this is so cool that this is a thing i bought the soundtrack last week to book a boba fett and after i bought it it says chapters one to three i think and so it's because it doesn't want to i didn't want to give you this music they won't even give you music spoilers wow no, no like so give it away i guess that meant like if yeah. you heard that music you're like what is happening during this scene it's, oh it's there's something a f- we hear much. the force theme. We hear the force theme in yes. here. We hear, uh, and there was the end of the Fed episode where we heard Mando. Yes. And so we would all know what that means. And so they did not give us that in the first release of the soundtrack. So there'll be a part two. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. cool that they add to that. That's awesome. Do yeah. you have to pay for us part two? Is that what's going on here? Is there a second? Well, one? I I bought I bought them on a, I bought the first one on iTunes. So I'm sure they're available at your local streaming service as well. And down in physical form at um oh wait, no, never mind. Best Buy I don't has, be- has a few. I don't believe that they have that they ever released physical form media for the Mandalorian soundtrack. No, no, I know. I'm just how do you like the bench? Oh, I love it. Like- they built they build them a bench. And he goes, What is that? A bench? bench? What is that? A bench? And R2-D2 shuts down, which I, I I was worried. I don't know if you were, but I thought, is this where he shuts down for all eternity until the Force Awakens? <laughs> that's right. And they just move him around? That's right. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't wake up after this. And then somehow he still has that piece of puzzle to go into the map. Um, no, and, and so yeah, he's, obviously Mando has to wait is what happens here. And and mm. this is like, I, I, I this makes sense to me. Okay, he's got to have patience. He's like, it's a Jedi temple. They don't move at the same speed as everybody else. Um, so that's fine. He has to sit there and wait. And then, oh, man. Oh. This whole sequence, can I say, is something I never expected we would ever see. I don't know why. No. Well, I do know why. No, I do know why. And I'll get to that in a second. I didn't but, think they could do it. I didn't think well, it was possible to do it convincingly. Yes. And true. then... Like, and here it is, like magic before our very eyes. Holy, it's Grogu, little baby Grogu. So we're excited. And then the shot to Luke, and it is freaking good. It is good. It's ridiculous. And they've even aged him a little from Return of the Jedi. He does look a little bit older. He yeah. Looks convincing. It's definitely better CGI and more convincing. And, uh, but I would say there are some points in this whole sequence that I did, it did kind of, um, 
look fake to me, but mostly it's around when he talks and they're very careful about that. So I mm-hmm. think that they're very aware of what works and doesn't work now and give them credit. Like they, they started oh. with this kind of stuff with, I'm going to pause it because I want to get to talk about the frog thing in a second, but they, um, they started with this face thing and they did it for Rogue One and we're like, uh, plasticine Tark and Leia looks horrible. Blah, it sucks. Don't do it. And they said, no, we're going to keep working on it. We're going to make it better. We're going to make this work. And so they did it for Luke and we liked it. And we we're like, okay, this is good, but only for a few seconds because otherwise we're not going to believe it. But they took him and they made him a, a real character in multiple yeah. scenes throughout the uh, on, throughout the episode, really. Yeah, because there is he's in the final scene. Um, and, and they really made Luke Skywalker. They really brought him to life again in real life, in my mind. Yeah, I, I don't even question it when I watch it. I was nervous when I first saw it. I was afraid that we'd see his face shaking. They're so good with the expression on his face. Yes. Like the, the, the detailed oh. expression. This whole sequence, Grogu's trying to force, uh, uh, he's got trying to get this frog into his mouth. So look, watch Luke here. It looks so real. And it's just the, the subtle expressions on his face. Just, just the way we would expect Luke to react. It's, exactly. It's, Grogu, you know, he's what are be- you doing? Come on. He's, he's interested. He's a little bemused at this little <laughs> guy. And uh, then, so we have uh, the first lesson. And I guess uh, Luke's first student is Grogu. We see no right. sign of any other student. He's building a school. Grogu is Luke Skywalker's first student. It's amazing. Um, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. Because it's been five years. Because it's been five years and we thought that Luke would have done it by now, I guess. I guess maybe, maybe. And maybe he spent five years like connecting, like we see. uh, Well, Ahsoka shows up later in this episode. So he's connected with Ahsoka. Maybe he spent five years reaching out to different Jedi. Now we're going to get these Jedi kind of popping in at certain points Mm -hmm. in whatever series, right? This is, this just opens up a whole new realm of possibilities for Star Wars. Um, I just noticed my door. Is my door open? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> so I can see the reflection. Um, it's minus 35 in Winnipeg. I know. Today. You like, do not want door your door to be, be open. Jar right now because yeah. I'm letting in. Uh, Where are you feeling a breeze there, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah luke shows off of it this kind of reminds me of yoda um you know lifting oh. up the the type or the the x-wing in in the dagobah sequence he lifts up all the frogs grogu is it's like amazing please can i eat one of them <laughs> he just wants to eat one there are so many callbacks uh implied callbacks to yoda and then we're about to see the a specific discussion about yoda yeah. which just made me i don't know why i i through all of this, I watched all of this misty-eyed, I have to say. just It just seemed too much to believe what we were watching here. And the fact that they pull this off. And right here, we see um, Luke and Grogu walking through the woods. And Luke gives them a little lifts as they walk. Force lifts. Oh, come on. How great is that? Yeah, it's so cool. Okay. And then they have the, because I mean, they've thought, you know, they thought it through. They have thought it through, right? Like, it's just like, they've, they've thought of every possible, they want this scene to be Luke strolling with Grogu, but Grogu can't move very fast. So they've got Luke giving them a little help every once in a while. And that works. It just works. And this looks great. Like he's talking here, still looks good. There's a, again, I'm not going to nitpick and point him out, but there's just a handful of times where I really thought, uh oh. Um, but but again, they've done a great job overall. Um, and so he's telling Grogu about Yoda, and and again, it never occurred to me that, like, to make actually make that connection between Grogu and Yoda, I did. I, like, I we, I don't assume that Grogu is related to him, right? We don't assume that, and certainly Grogu doesn't know who Yoda is. Of course, he doesn't. Um, but we do get a flashback, and here's where I want to give you credit, Kent, and you called this back when we first 
were introduced to Baby Yoda, you said he was a, a student at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, and that is absolutely, well, I assume it's Coruscant, but that is absolutely what we get in this flashback. We get a, a flashback to Order 66, and Baby Yoda was there um, as the clone troopers were attacking. Now, this is, an inc- this is incredible. This, we've already been blown away. Now we had, get this. I couldn't believe it. Um, somebody, I saw a reaction video where somebody says that saber master so-and-so they knew, they knew who this was. Yeah. I don't know who this is. I don't, I've watched every star Wars ever. I've figure, saw, seen, I figure the person in the middle is somebody because they don't have yeah. their hood up and they've got their hair in a particular it's style. A bun. So it's yeah. somebody specific. The other two are in, in a cloak. So they're not like real people or whatever. Um, and then they just cuts away. We don't see what happens next. And I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Obviously, I, ha- we'll find I have out. a theory. Okay, I have well, a theory and I'm going to take my theory one step further. Well, and I thought when we saw this, we we're going to see Anakin walk through. I thought we were going to see Anakin walk through and go, oh my God, like he was right there. But we didn't see that. So the question then becomes, who rescues Grogu? I'm going to throw it out there right now. Obi-Wan Kenobi rescues Grogu. And he was in a position to do that. We could see Grogu in the Obi-Wan Darth Vader um, series. Yeah, Obi-Wan. Because maybe maybe Obi-Wan Kenobi on Tatooine had Grogu with him. It's possible. It's possible. That's not where I thought you were going to go with that. What did you think? Mace Windu. Like, uh, well, Mace Windu. <laughs> he's not chilling at the temple like I predicted last week. No, but well, I didn't I, predict. I made a joke. Uh, <laughs> um, I just thought you were going to make a Mace Windu joke. But I think that honestly, what started out as a joke, um, you know, on this podcast is more and more possible because they do <laughs> not is. give any indication of who it is. It could be. We don't know the timing of this. We don't know if it's like right after if Mace Windu got flung out of the window and, and fried by electricity, but was still okay somehow and caught by another Jedi and, and gently lowered to the ground. And then the two of them ran off to save baby Grogu maybe I don't know but again anything's possible now we have a mystery a couple mysteries here uh one is what is the law uh who helped Grogu and then what brought him to where the Mandalorian then got him like what was the 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 events that led to that when when he he, when he was set up to get the bounty on him yeah and we have another lightsaber mystery in this episode that we'll talk about later when we (laughs) get there but there's a couple sort of chain you know what happened who had the chain of custody here <laughs> of this stuff and and as we know uh all it'll take is maz Kanata to show up and go yeah that's some Maybe other story time. we'll yeah. talk about that another time yeah. don't ask don't ask you don't want to know you don't want to know and so, so we we're have, just um, sorry, we're watching ahsoka another yes, street have- another yellow loud moment where yes. when we already think that we've seen i said last week was the mic drop episode this week puts last week to shame. This week, it's just endless. And then when they were walking through the woods here, I thought, we are going to see Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker together in the same shot. We're going to see that on this episode. How? How are we going to see that? You know, like the mind boggles as you're yes. watching this. And then this delivers on all of that. Everything yes. that you think or, or, or think, no, no, it couldn't possibly be. It couldn't possibly be. It then appears before your eyes 
it's it's a real this is really a masterwork of star wars it really is and it brings everything together it brings everything they've been doing now dave filoni directed this episode and was heavily involved so we know like he is doing the ahsoka series so we know this is gonna some of this is gonna play into that series and yeah they have this conversation so they're talking about like like mando wants to give grogu his his uh gift and oh sorry i don't know why it keeps turning on the the volume when i do that Uh, i'll just keep it playing actually i think if you want me to pause it let me know and i'm just gonna keep it playing throughout maybe that's a better way to do this uh, whole thing well um, and there, there's a few places where we could jump ahead as well it doesn't have to be maybe. real time yeah yeah exactly so, okay yeah. so um so yeah they're having this conversation he wants to give him the present she's like okay are you doing this for yourself or are you doing it for grogu and clearly he's doing it for himself mando misses grogu he wants to see him um but basically ahsoka is saying it's going to distract him you shouldn't do it during his training right yeah this this scene i found to be and i'm sure everybody did just heartbreaking and the uh, Mandalorian wants to go see Grogu. We want him to go see Grogu. We want them together. He's got the gift for him. We're just, it's just like the most they wrench, they just wrench your heart in this scene. And uh, Mando makes the mature decision. He can see him little baby Grogu being trained by Luke Skywalker. Oh, Oh, I'd walk up. A, I mean, she offers a compromise. So fair to Ahsoka, yeah. she offers like, I'll give him the gift, but you, you know, you should really just leave. He's like, I came all this way. I know. Right oh, there. it's heart wrenching. Oh, and they, it, I mean, I guess they could have made this even worse, but it is pretty, it's pretty heart wrenching. And then when you see his starfighter take off and little Grogu reaching for it or pointing yeah. at it, and you're just, oh no, it's so sad. But you know we'll see them together at some point, right? We have to see them back together. That dome is not made for anybody else. That's right. <laughs> so at some point, we just you know we'll have to wait, be patient about that. Yeah. So, we'll, but we leave, but we don't leave it there. I actually thought that's all we were going to see. I thought we were going to cut back to uh, Boba Fett, and he's like, okay, he's gone, he's back to Boba Fett. But we actually get quite a bit more training with Luke and Grogu. It's awesome. It's so good. I'm going to yeah. skip ahead to that. It's this is the this is the callback to to our Yoda dreams all come true right here. Everything like so many uh, so many image callbacks to Yoda. I love the treetops looking out over the that's something new Mm -hmm. Uh, standing up at the treetops. Yoda in a backpack. Yeah. yeah, Grogu in a backpack. That is like this is just blew me away. I'm like backpack backpack. Yes, yes. He's running just like he did in it, and it breaks back. Like this whole sequence is so cool. And it's I don't know if they did it like shot for shot. The flip, I was like, yes, the flip. Like I was so excited. The flip. The there's a creature he, he runs <laughs> over. Awesome. I always forget about this every time I watch it. But the yeah. uh, the creature lifts his head up. Yeah. Goes like, huh? What's going on? But this just looks like Star Luke. Wars. Like this, I believe yeah. this is oh. Luke in this moment. Like because completely, Luke. this is Luke to me. So it's yes, it is a combination of a body double and CGI and Mark Hamill. But it is Mark Hamill. It is Luke Skywalker, and it's an amazing sequence. Um, we can see that he truly is falling in love with Grogu and wanting to sh- to to like teach him about the world and wants yeah. to be successful. And this is this is the Luke that we wanted. Uh, well, I mean, I was I was okay with the Luke we got in the Last Jedi and and that kind of stuff. But when people complained about Luke in the Last Jedi, it's because he wasn't this. This is what the people wanted to see. Um, idealistic Luke, Luke who is trying to to really change the universe. I don't think the problem in the Last Jedi is the way Luke's character was portrayed. I think it's the fact that they then offed him. Oh, when okay. when in the next the next movie 
should have been the movie. And once again, it's called Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> where he should, where the most powerful Jedi rises. Yes. That, that is something that I think they could have pulled off. And, and we're seeing little Grogu dancing on the edge of the, of the uh, log. And I made a little note here and I said, this is the classic Kermit the Frog moment, which is how did they do it? How did Kermit ride a bike? I don't know. How did Grogu dance you know on the little? That is that I read the Jim Henson uh, autobiography, sorry, not autobiography, and they said that that was the easiest trick, that bike riding thing. It was like very simple. They just removed the wires or something like that in post. Yeah. Um, and and this, I imagine, is something similar. I don't know how much of this is CGI and how much of this is actual puppetry. I know a good deal of it is, is puppetry. Most of this, like, close-up shot and stuff is puppetry. Um, and I don't care. It looks all real to me. So oh. I accept this as being real, and I'm not questioning it in the in the moment. This is – he is there. He is mesmerized by Luke showing off his lightsaber skills. Like, he's showing what he can do. Oh. We got the drone here. Oh, so cool. The, gr- uh, the training ball, the remote, the, the, re- the green lightsaber. Yes. The, the Luke sh- tr- training with the green lightsaber. Well, Grogu looks on like, wow. Like the, uh, when that, when he ignited the green light, remember the whole ignite the green campaign? Steel <laughs> yes, Saunders ignite, did. Uh, green. And I saw Steel Saunders tweet. Finally. Like he was very excited when that happened. He was very, very thrilled. So, Oh, it's just yeah. it. And it is, this is the first episode that it was spoiled online 10,000 times. If we wouldn't have watched it in the morning. Oh, really? I think oh, we, good. yeah, I think did. we, I think we would have regretted it just because it, there's so many visual moments here that you just see a screenshot and oh, seems spoiled. It, right? Yeah. And as you watch it, uh, you know, as I say, like at this point, I cheered, I don't know, 20 times <laughs> at this point, and And I got misty eyed. Yeah. I can't remember the last show I watched that made me, you know, tugged up my heartstrings and made me applaud and made me you know, like yelp with laughter. And this is doing all of it all. And within the same scene. Yeah, and it's you know, just, it's we're just, only like we're only twenty three minutes into this episode. You know, it's just like so much in here. It's so cool and so well put together. Uh, it's, it's, so Grogu's getting better. Yeah. We see him getting better. He's yeah. jumping around. He's he's getting his skills. So we could see like they're going towards the the flippy Yoda. <laughs> like, oh I think that's yeah, what he's going to get eventually because he has to because of his size. Size matters not not. So he has to learn how to jump around. So that's what he's learning in this sequence. The drone is um, the drone is challenging him right. And this is what you're talking about. This is uh, Luke and Ahsoka together in the same shot. Amazing. I was Amazing. very excited about this. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. I did not think so. Once again, what she said, I'll do, I'll, I'll get this to Grogu. I thought, well, surely we're not going to see all three of them in the same scene, but we are, we're seeing the three of them in one scene. We see baby Grogu um, destroy the training remote. He is learning. And Luke says, maybe he's not learning. Maybe he's remembering. Yes. Maybe yes. he's already trained, which yes. is, oh, oh, it's so interesting. He is already being trained. Maybe Yoda trained him. Maybe maybe he knows Yoda. Maybe he's related to Yoda. Well, I, I what I took oh. this meaning was that um, that he was at the Jedi Temple. He was learning things at the Jedi Temple. Something happened to his memory. That's why it's cut off at the end, at the end of that, that sequence. So something happened to his memory. So that's they have to, yeah, they have to fill in that, that thing. So I think he's maybe remembering the training from the from the temple, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, so now we have Ahsoka giving the gifts. We finally get to see what's inside this little bundle. And I don't know why I was thinking of it was so much more than it is. We just like we just portray some project so much onto this, but it's just a simple chain mail. It's just a, yeah. you know, it's just Grogu. It's meant for under I was like, is he gonna wear armor like um 
like the Mando and have a chest plate. It's like, no, he's just going to put it on under his robe and then have that protection, right? That's what he wants. Beskar protection. Right. So nobody, no one can hurt him. There's a great shot here. And this, exp- look at this expression on Luke's face. Oh. She just said, I'm going to rewind it, but look at this expression. Um, she says something so much like your father. And just look at his expression here. He's, he's, he loves that comment. He just loves that she said that. You she know, also says, proud. I'm an old, she said earlier, I'm an old friend of the family. Yeah. And um, so many great, lines this in is here be, this is luke's connection to yeah. anakin right he's never had this before so this is this means a lot to him i think and now she takes if, off now she's gone so why was she if there you would have if you would have shown this to me in 1983 1985 <laughs> whenever this is what would have taken place yeah um if george lucas would have made this i would buy all of this i'd buy all of it yeah. i wouldn't for a second think anything i just think this these are the continuing adventures yes. of luke skywalker yes and so it's amazing yes um so here's where I'm going to pause it and give you my theories to why, because I think we move on to Boba Fett after this, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so you know, I, and for years, it's just, I think it's mainly because we didn't get, like, Luke Skywalker, and really the main three characters, Luke, Luke Han, and Leia, um, have been kind of untouchable, right, for decades. And for years and years, we never got, and, and you know, you're talking about the fans who've been with, with the franchise this whole time, and you're right, there were, there were decades where we had nothing. We had books, we had role-playing games, comics, but no, like, really solid media to watch, like, in a show or a movie like this kind of stuff. And so I, um, I think that, you know, we just got used to that, and so it just kind of, in my mind, I'm like, we can't have it again. It's too late. You know, Luke's, Luke's he's grown up, he's moved on, he's older, we can't bring him back, we can't bring it back to life. So I just didn't believe it. I just didn't believe it. I didn't think that they could do it, but also because I think people are too chicken. They were too chicken to do anything with it. They were too scared to touch the character. Maybe at Lucasfilm, I'm just guessing this, that these were George's characters, that nobody can touch Luke, Leia, and Han. We can tell stories in the Star Wars universe around these other characters. For some reason, well, he was part of the Clone Wars. Like, George was behind the Clone Wars series as well. So everything was really driven by George. And I think in this new era, for the first couple of years, they were just as scared to do it. A scared. I just said a scared. They were scared uh, to do it. Um, they were, they were, they're just now like there's confidence and they're just doing it. They're doing, they're telling the stories that we want told. And I just think they were terrified of the reaction from fans. I love that they're doing this, especially after all the bullshit that we had from the last Jedi and the, and the, the sequel trilogy and the division among fans. This is something that is bringing fans together again. Anybody nay saying it is just trying to get clicks. I think. So oh, there, there are sad people out there. Haters going to hate. Okay. And sure, they, sure. and um, the big complaint that I saw mostly was I want book of Boba Fett to be about Boba Fett and et cetera, et cetera. But I like the surprises. I like the creative risks. Boba Fett will be, will continue to be a character that we see grow and do other adventures in Star Wars. We will see all of that. I don't think it's a big, um, it's, it's a big complaint. I really don't. I think some people, you know, so we're the, for all I care, you could call this series life with Watto for all I care. And if, <laughs> like, and honestly, if, I think if you're showing me series, this, that's a good one. I'm going to take this down life with Watto. Okay. We're going to develop this. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you could call it life with Watto. And as long as I see the Mandalorian and Grogu show up and, Boba Fett and, uh, is the planning and, uh, Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris has to be yeah. there too. She's awesome. You know, I'll be happy. I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy seeing the sequel that let's be honest, we waited 40 years, 40 years to see this sequel. Yes. Uh, the one that takes place between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And that's what we're seeing. 
Yes. And it's amazing. It's not in the same format. It's not a trilogy. It's not nope. like the same three movie format that we've been given in the past. That's okay. I think what we're learning is that we, like the, the story doesn't have to be told that way. And it's probably better and more flexible if they do it this way. I like that they were jumping. Like the whole thing is all one narrative. They're, they're building, like the world is already there for Star mm-hmm. Wars. Like what they did with the Marvel Cinematic Universe already existed for Star Wars because there was already this extended universe that was built out from the novels and all the other stuff. And that stuff's coming to life. We'll get to that in a second. So let's continue on with our with our um, narrative here. So we have him arrive at the uh, at the uh, Jabba's parking lot. We've talked about that in the past. Yep. Uh, the parking lot or the hangar of Jabba's palace has a little interaction with um, what were these guys again? Uh, Abbott and Costello, um, one of these gr- uh, guards. Uday and Kuze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harold and Kumar. Uh, no, right. they. they uh, so then they. Then we come here. He shows up, and this is where we get the gang together, where everybody comes together. Kind of reminds me of like um, a Magnificent Seven in a way, like gr- bringing mm-hmm. all these people together. We've got um, um, Mando. We've got Cristanton. Uh, we've got the Scooby Gang. <laughs> or the we've got the Weasley press uh, PR guy uh, from the mayor's office. There. Yeah. So <laughs> why is he there? Yeah. Is he cuffed? Uh, I think he's cuffed. He is cuffed. Yeah. He says something here. I was a scheduled vacation, actually. Oh, of course he does. Of course he gets in on that. (laughs) He's still spinning. (laughs) He can't help it. He can't help it. Yeah. Even even when you catch him and put him in handcuffs, he's still caught the the key messages he needs to spin. Okay, so they're talking about their plan, right? And they've got, like, uh, they say the three crime families are going to low, lay low. I don't believe that's going to happen. Um, so they're preparing for the pikes to move in is what they're doing here, right? Mm, they are. Uh, the Mandalorian shows up. Um, it uh, we're, we're gearing up for a big battle is what's going to happen because, oh, and we've got the, the big Wookiee there, and uh, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun battle. Who else might show up for this battle? Uh, oh man, there's <laughs> there's a lot of different possibilities. It there, is. These these are just the folks who made it here on time. There's gonna be a, I think there's gonna be a lot of latecomers. Well, that's right, that's right. And you, they, yeah, yeah. you know they're building up to it. So then we cut to this. So then they basically oh. that, that scene is just like we got to be ready. You know, we'll get everything ready and everything. And they say we need more foot soldiers. And then Mando's like, "Oh, I can. I know somebody. Yeah. I know a guy." So then we come to these Jawas, and we go. We're going back to uh, where they defeated the crate dragon, and those Jawas <laughs> have freaking put it on top of their crawler. And I love it. I love this so much. Are they going to leave it there forever, or are they just moving it somewhere? That's I what I was yeah, wondering. Maybe they're maybe. Yeah, you're right. Actually, maybe they're moving it there. Maybe they're just um, like Mike taking it to market, right? They want to sell it. I'm sure that I mean Pretty Jawas good. would sell anything, right? And the Jawas also uh, provide some respect to that. They like that ship flying oh, yeah. through the sky. <laughs> they, they they give it a little tribute. They're like, hooray, hooray. We like shot at those. <laughs> no, that... that was a pod racer. Anyway, um, then this guy. Now, I, I for a brief second thought, is that uh, James, uh, what's his face from the X-Men? And then I thought, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to forget who, I don't give a shit who this actor is. And I don't no. care. Is it somebody special? Who cares? All right, so uh, and here here we get some more good stuff. You're not allowed to. You're not. This is. You're not allowed a, to park here. Yeah, you're not allowed to park in the middle of a an empty desert, <laughs> because that's exactly what a parking. What if you hire somebody to regulate parking? That's what they truly. You oh, tell man. them that, and they try to enforce it, as we know. And here's some more great uh, Timothy Oliphant uh, stuff. Just amazing uh, in this role. And he's much thinner than I thought he was. And is that the power of a haircut? Oh, I don't know. He looks oh, he yes. looks so thin. No, he has a good stylist for sure. He is rocking he that, that um, do. 
Um, and so yeah, they admire the ship. He's like, is that a, is that a Naboo fighter? Nice wheels. Um, how you doing? What's new? Where's the little guy? They're always asking about Grogu. Everybody wants to know where Grogu is. They all want to know. Yep. Um, and he's like, yeah, can I buy you a drink? Let's move on to, uh, to, uh, talk about what I have to propose for you here. Right. So we're back. We're in the, uh, the saloon now. We've got this wisecracking bartender again. Wait, was that Luke Skywalker before? Or was that a different guy? What, which guy? Was that Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill voiced a bartender or something at some point. Was it this guy or was it? Oh, that was the droid in the bar. That oh, was yeah, the droid so... in Mandalorian something something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't remember the episode. Yeah. So yeah. This guy, anyway, this is the bartender. So he's sitting there pleading his case. And I, get, I like that they, they cut right to, so why does that concern me? So we're not going to repeat all that information. We know everything that's going on. So he's like, why should I care about this, right? So then mm-hmm. we learn that they've, they've changed the name of the town. They're, do, they're, they're declaring their independence. We're a free town. And I guess Mando helped give them the courage to do that. Once they got rid of the dragon, right. they were able to kind of say, hey, this is our town. We can control this space, right? So this is the classic. The town doesn't want to do it. Um, and he's urging him to to reconsider, and uh, the marshal is thinking about it. Yeah. So you know they're gonna, and um, then something happens well, where uh, yeah, where I think the townsfolk are about to be on board. <laughs> I have a feeling. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I wasn't thinking about that, but yeah, this is this is kind of the 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 crux of this. He's just trying to convince Cobb to to help him out. And honestly, I don't blame Cobb. Like the the theme of this, like. Um, freeing Tatooine and, and making Tatooine free from criminals and, and the sand people, giving the sand people the right to their territory. Like, this is the theme throughout this. So I think that is the ultimate goal for Boba Fett and ultimately for Mando as well. If, if he if he becomes invested after this uh, scene, um, they are going to work towards the freedom of everybody on, on, on Tatooine, which I think is cool. And I like, I like yeah. that they've taken it in that direction. Because all, for all the people complaining that this happens on Tatooine, they've made it meaningful. Like they yeah. need it. Like this is this matters. Where this happens matters because of this stuff happening. And so then we come across this scene, which is just incredible from start to finish. Um, and so we have the stranger approaching from the desert. Classic shot, so well done. Like you see this in any Clint Eastwood western or any uh, John Wayne. Like any western has this the shot of the the stranger approaching. Um, when, when did you know it was Cad Bane? I was never. I never knew it was Cad Bane. Oh, you did it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't know enough about any of the characters. Mm. Um, I assumed it was Cad. But yes, I did assume it was Cad Bane as soon as I saw the the hat. I guess. Um, but I didn't know for sure it was Cad Bane until you just said that word just now. So again, huh. I don't know because who knows if, what who any of this crap is, right? And there's so <laughs> many characters out there that I don't know who they're bringing in. And I don't know who yeah. looks like who and everything like that. So it could be another alien of this species, right? So I that question still existed in my mind as this guy approached. But you could tell it looks like the guy. I mean, it's kind of a Clint Eastwood clone look-wise a bit, right? Yeah. And the I think the the makeup job they did on this guy oh, is man. stellar. And and for some reason, when every time when the shot when he looks up and you see his red eyes, I don't know why, but every time it's a stunning shot. It's nice, yeah. And and I've seen this character design before. Yet there's something about actually seeing uh, well, him in a, live action. Yes, that is that live makes action. this wow. This, that makes this really something. Yes, that is what it is. And you're right, the makeup. Yeah. That's why I think that's why they did that, because we really focus on the bottom half of that face and his teeth and his mouth. Yeah. There, it's really well done. You can tell that's real. It's not CGI. Mm-hmm. Maybe the top part is, but you don't even care. But probably not. It's probably all practical effects. Um, actually, part of what made me question was this stupid breathing tubes. I don't remember that detail on 
on the old yeah. version. So I, I, again, that's again, this is what happens in my brain while I'm watching this stuff. So I'm like, oh, is it him? I, and again, as soon as I say, is it him? I say, who cares? Because I don't care. I just want to see what happens. And it doesn't matter, right? It is Cobb Vance. He is a bounty hunter. This is hilarious. This fucking deputy deserves to die. This guy's well, an idiot. the deputy, you know, he's going to take one for the team. We ju- we only met the character. So that's the, that's the first yeah. sign. And the second sign, I do there we believe. Go. There's a shot. Love it. He looks up. Yeah. Something about those eyes, and he's I like, do oh, believe shit. that uh, Cobb it will live to see another day. We know oh, the okay. mod, the mod factory is not far from here, uh, and uh, <laughs> the, the, mod fact, factory, yes. the fact that everybody ru- comes running out, the townsfolk uh, come running out, and I think we see in the subtitles. I think I remember seeing um, something that says, "No, something that says, is he breathing or something like that." The okay. thing that you say when the person's still alive, right? To make sure a TV still alive. show. Okay. So, but right. what happens is they they do the quick draw thing, and he's yeah. taking on two of them. And we already know that Cobb Vanth is good. Cobb Cobb Vanth took on three guys oh, at the yeah. beginning of this episode, so we know he's good. And so this shows how good. Um, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Cad Bane. <laughs> Cad Bane. How good he is because he takes out the two of them. At the Cad and time. Cobb. Yeah, you should never give up your armor, right? Because that allows him to do what he does. He takes him out with a quick shot and then um, and then takes out the – and the guy gets four shots or five and he deserves every single one of them because he's an idiot um, because he does – he starts it, right? He's the one who draws first. Freaking moron. So here we go and then watch the subtitles here and just see you know, see see what it was that I can't remember seeing. It was something like that. Yeah, okay. Well, what are you doing? Like what are you thinking? Have you not seen any Western? I guess he has. I guess not. <laughs> so here we go, and this is great. The tension you can feel. So good, the good, bad, and the ugly. It's good, the bad, and the yeah. ugly, right here, right? Yeah, it's good stuff. And I also like he. Uh, I also like the Cad Bane has an announcement for the town. Oh yes, which always happens in westerns. Takes so him on the he, shoulder. Yeah, he got him in the yeah. in the um, right shoulder. He's not dead. You're right. Okay, so and watch. Cad Bane uh, or uh, watch. Sorry, I'm talking. Okay, um, no, like here come the John's folk yet. Tatooine belongs to the syndicate. Yes, he makes his announcement. Uh, as long as the spice keeps running. Now, I thought they would take the message and that would be it. I honestly thought that. And you don't think that's going to happen? As long as they what? As long as as long as long uh, everyone will be left alone as long as the spice keeps running, basically is what he said. Right. Hey, 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 over hey, here. Over here. Come on, somebody Come get on, him. Somebody, get him. I mean, somebody call the doctor. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's still see? Alive. He's still alive. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> get him get a med pack. Is he okay? Is he okay? Grab the yeah. stems. The marshal, is he breathing? Oh, they're really yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there. Yeah, see you what really I mean. You noticed that, hey? Yeah. In the subtitles, they're really him, loading it on. Hey, he's Help. still alive. <laughs> yeah, I think he's still alive. <laughs> you might as well just say he's yeah. still alive. Like you might as yeah. well just say that out loud, right? He's That's hilarious. Still alive. All right, they're really milking it. Okay, so and then, then we- I believe we see the last of Jennifer Beale's character, oh, and yes. maybe is Max Rebo dead? Oh, I hope not. Well, is- probably. Probably they have to let some of this go, right? Let the past yeah. go, as the, as Kylo Ren said. Um, so yeah, and finally we remember who she is. I remember her name and now we're not going to see her anymore, but these are again, um, syndicate Pike syndicate guys walk into the bar, have a table to get served by. I think this is like an older model, um, protocol droid, kind of a different take on C3PO, probably based on like yeah. an old Ralph McQuarrie sketch. I'm sure. Oh, maybe. Like, yeah. Everything in this is based on something, right? There's all kinds of little details. The droid, uh, that we see there, the serving, uh, that gambling droid, the one dealing the cards, uh, yeah. is the same droid from the star tours. Oh, right. Point that out, And that's the same droid from the, 
the the passenger like the customs droid from the baggage scene last episode uh so those kinds of things are just sprinkled throughout this whole thing right yeah and we have again offered to have their helmets cleaned up they don't want to have their helmets cleaned sorry guys they don't want to bribe is basically that is what they're saying um right. and then they take off oh oh you forgot your uh-oh and then <laughs> and then the inevitable we know this is coming I it's didn't, terrible. I didn't, ex- I didn't. Well, I guess mm-hmm. I did. Yes, I knew this was coming. As soon as I realized, oh, they left this thing behind. Oh, okay. They're going to blow up. No. Oh, the it's dr- called a Camtono. That's yeah. something I learned. Boom. So the, it all blows up. And now we really hate these assholes. Oh, yes. The Pike Syndicate are evil. They're faceless yeah. evil. This is good, though. I think yeah. faceless evil is good. Okay, I'm going to pause it here for a sec because I want to uh, get to this in a second. Pause, guys. Um, faceless evil is good, right? Because um, it's... The audience can get behind that, but it has meaning, and we know, mm-hmm. like we we can relate to this as drug syndicate means it's like mob. It's it's like there's nobody good in this in this organization, right? So, and there's they can't see their faces because of the masks. And I still think we're gonna get some kind of reveal in the next in the last episode in terms of oh we thought it was them, but there's bigger fish to fry, right? And, and I yeah, it has fun. to it pretty much has to right. But honestly, the way these last two episodes have gone and the kinds yeah. of stuff that we're, they're doing in these last two, I'm like, they can go in so many directions now. This is not just about Boba Fett. Like, we will no. see this story resolved in these two episodes, but they can go from so many different places from here. And Luke Skywalker is an ongoing character yes. in The Mandalorian, in the tale of The Mandalorian and everybody else, and maybe the Ahsoka show too, yeah. uh, which uh, would be amazing too. Yep. And um, here we have the impossible choice that Luke gives Grogu I don't think uh, so. And we find that uh, Luke has uh, Yoda's lightsaber. Yoda last seen uh, tumbling out of his hand on Coruscant when he's fighting the Emperor. So, so so once again, what's the mystery? Unless Yoda built a new one, or story for for another time, Kenton. It's a story for another another time. Stories about lightsabers are stories for another time. But I suspect that that's part of what he was been doing the last five years is going around looking for this stuff, right? So he probably went back to Coruscant and searched for the lightsaber and found it. Maybe or maybe uh, somebody returned it to Yoda on Dagobah. Maybe like yes. Jimmy Smiths. Jimmy yes. Smiths. Yes, that's we true. need to get Smiths back on this show. I agree. I agree. Yes, he needs to be back on it. I yeah. hope he's in the Obi Wan show. Um, and I think that's something we could see in the Obi Wan show, right? We could yeah. see that kind of stuff because again, that's that's our opportunity to see Yoda. And again, because we're seeing y- Luke in this way, we can absolutely have Yoda. Bring Frank yeah. Oz back. Frank Oz will do it, right? Like let's let's have Yoda in the um, Obi Wan series for sure. So he has to make a choice here. He has to choose between the Mandalorian and the Jedi Academy um, because a Jedi needs to give up all attachment. Right? That's part of the training. That's always been part of the training. So but, this does not surprise me. But I have to point out that in one episode earlier, we learned of the great Mandalorian who was also a Jedi. Right. Why? Why? Why, do you, why are you going to float that to us and then tell us we need to choose? There's more to this test than meets the eye. I don't think it's as simple as one as um, although Luke makes a very good point, which is what's a short time to you is a lifetime to somebody else. Yes. Which is a which I found to be a powerful moment, because then you think about, uh, for instance, your pets and what is a moment in time to you is your pet's entire life. Mm-hmm. What is a brief what is a brief period of your life is for your pet their entire life. And so I found that to be a very resonating line. Um, so I don't think what Luke's saying here, I don't think he's deliberately trying to muddy the waters or anything, but I think he sees, he wants to know, and he's already said, I don't know if Grogu's heart's in it. 
He wants to see if Grogu's heart's in it. But we also have the Mandalorian with a dark saber that he doesn't know how to control. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I think Luke's got to take them both on. I, I think. Agree. Yeah, I think it um, has to. It has to. Well, here's the thing. I think that um, it, it's Luke coming at this from his training and his perspective, and he's looking at this from what he's been taught from Yoda's side, right? And whatever yeah. else he's found in the last five years. And maybe he's starting to have the suspicions about the Jedi being a bunch of dicks, like he ends up thinking mm. in the end. But maybe not. I think he's still pretty idealistic. I don't idealistic. think so. Yeah, at this point, yeah. he's still pretty idealistic. And so yeah. um, so he's kind of coming at this from this point, and he knows that it helped him give up attachments, although he didn't really give up attachments, right? He did keep those attachments so he did break the rule himself uh but he's trying to do it right he's trying to do it the way he was taught and so uh, there's that philosophy and then mando's been brought up in his philosophy and grogu is what's going to bring them together grogu is going to these two sides these two very different philosophies together the same way that mandalorian jedi did all those years ago so we're going to have that happen yes and i think you're right he's going to take them both on we're going to see all three mando grogu and luke all together working on their jedi mm-hmm. skills uh, it's going to be freaking awesome I can't well wait. the question also posed in this episode is is he a foundling or is he a padawan he appears to be both yep and um i think that that will play itself out in one way or another i think you're right that we'll see we need to see grogu in the starfighter because that's where the dome is i think just because grogu grogu chooses something here it doesn't mean that the, uh, i don't think it's as black and white as luke portrays it but exactly. i think luke, I agree. luke wants to see where his heart is so I think that might be what the test is like here. Like he can take the armor later. He can have put the armor on after he's finished his training. <laughs> you know, he doesn't no, have to I, give it up forever, right? There's there's just many many layers here, and I love I love how a kind and of course you know that they're not going to show us. Yes, and, and this reminds me. But by, by the way, the last time we saw someone looking around trying to make a decision, it was Darth Vader, right? Looking right. around like, do I throw him? Do I? Do I, do I throw the emperor? And I mentioned that the crowd was going like, throw, a, throw, the kill the emperor, all screaming. Um, and, and sort of here, we get a similar thing where it's like, what? Grogu, baby Grogu, choose the blah, blah, blah. But I uh, I got another prediction. I believe I last week I said a Mandalore, the, uh, the Mandalorian is going to be the ruler of Mandalore. And I don't know now if that's true. Now I would say baby Grogu has an equally good chance of being the ruler of Mandalore. Oh, I think. Okay. I think. You think they would I accept think, him? I guess he's a he's a foundling, right? They would accept him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's they would yes, he's a foundling. Yeah. Um, of course, somebody would have to get the black the dark saber away from the Mandalorian, and then baby Grogu would have to get it from them. But that's not impossible to, to imagine. No, no, Grogu would have to fight Mando. <gasps> no, it never happened. No. <laughs> no. Never happened. All right. It's not. Well, uh, big, uh, uh, yeah. So there's too many problems with that. Okay. I don't think it would happen. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not willing to say never happened for anything anymore after, after well, this episode. And the art. Like, honestly, the art in this so episode. Much more, gave me so much more than I ever expected. I was just so happy, and I'm so thrilled that they're yeah. making bold choices and they're taking Star Wars where it should go in interesting ways, and and they're just kind of doing this with the characters that we love, and they're not treating them with kid gloves anymore. I think that's what they were doing with Luke before. Yeah, I think uh, after this episode, I want to race out and buy every one of these Star Wars figures. Yep. I want Cobb. I want Cad Bane. I want like I want all of them. And uh, so Hasbro needs to up the game. Needs to get them out faster. I know there's supply chain issues, but this is just uh, I've never I've not felt the urge to rush out and buy collectibles like this, like like I do now. Yeah. Um, and also the art 
uh, in this, for whatever, in this episode, the art just looks incredible. It does. And I, I'm ready. I'm ready to buy some prints. Yep. I'm ready to buy the book. I'm ready to buy, like, look at Luke, the art with Luke with Grogu on his back. Oh my oh, so goodness. Good. I need to so frame good. this thing. I need to put it in a frame. <laughs> yeah. Help me, Lucasfilm. They're missing oh. opportunities for merchandising oh. like crazy. This better yeah. be in stores before Christmas, but it's going to be too late. I mean, I don't know. I think that if they time it well, if they have the next season of The Mandalorian come up before Christmas, like let's start at the beginning of December, guys, and have the hype build as we're leading up to the holiday, then they'll sell a ton of merch for sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so good. Just such a good episode. So good. I can't wait for next week. I'm going to be up early to watch it. I can't. It's just so exciting. I'm going to be up early too. Um, I will not be spoiled. I told the class that I get up uh, Wednesdays at 6 a.m. to watch it. And I said, am I the only one? And I was the only one because because I'm a man of a certain age. And uh, I'm not going to have really now. Yeah, I'm not going to have my Star Wars spoiled. When I had like, honestly, I get up in the morning and I have like a good in the weekend. My kids don't get Mm -hmm. up until like you know, oh. noon at best. Oh my goodness. And, and uh, so I have like all morning to do whatever I want. Oh. And I love it. I have the time, the house to myself. So I'm really loving mornings. It's great. And I love the mornings with the Mandalorian and mornings with Boba Fett. Uh, I can't wait. And I can't wait. We're still going to get Boba riding a Rancor. We're still going to yeah. get all kinds of cool stuff. Two more episodes left. It's going to be like one. This- Only one more. Was oh, that it? Yes. Oh, okay. next week Sorry. is the oh, last shit. one. Oh man, I thought there were two. Okay, so no, this is it. next week Big is going to be next week. Oh, oh it's going to be. I know it's going to be ma- massive, and I really hope that at the end we're going to find out what the next series is going to be. And yes. it could it could be Obi Wan, uh, and that oh, does no, not series, pre- not something that's yeah. already been announced. Let's announce. I mean, they could give us a trailer for Obi Wan because we haven't got that yet. Yes, right? so anything's possible. Yeah. Um, and Cassian Andor and Ahsoka. Now, my heart says Ahsoka because I want to see this story continue. That's, yeah, this is directly connected to this. Absolutely, (laughs) it is. Yes. So, yeah, I hope they do give us Ahsoka, but I suspect it's going to be whatever's closest, whatever's the next one out. And it's probably going to be, I would think it's going to be Cassian Andor, although I haven't heard much about that. But that's the one that's been longest in development, I think. Yeah. It has been. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Maybe even another another full season of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, there's, there's just lots, uh, you know, I, I, I will, as I was watching this, I was thinking of David Byrne and once in a lifetime, the talking heads going, <laughs> where does this highway, highway lead to? Yes. You may ask yourself. I ask myself <laughs> and, that. and I asked, where does this highway lead to? And I think we are going to see some epic star Wars in the, in the, in the future centered around the Mandalorian centered around the Mandalorian, well, like said, our new this, favorite this character. Skywalker saga, right? This is the main saga. Yeah. Everything else is kind of offshoots of it. And yeah. But I think what we're going to see, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the pacing of this and how far yeah. apart these are released because what we're seeing with Marvel in the last year and a bit has been every couple of months we have a new Marvel series, right? Don't we have a new one yeah. starting soon something's starting soon mm-hmm. um and and so that has been like every couple of months just like they did for the movies right during the movies yeah. they were doing that marvel cinematic universe it was like three movies per year that proved to be too much from star wars people did not like star wars that often that's one reason why solo did so poorly because it was too much too fast bad but marketing yeah bad really marketing stuff yes all kinds there's of all kinds of problems uh but, the quality of the movies themselves and yeah. people's perception of of that quality I think Marvel's the opposite of Star Wars yes. in that people love the movies, although the Eternals they didn't love. Oh God! There's a, I oh, and Black get, Widow. I can't get through it. I can't get through. But it. but Spider Man uh, came back and people love it. Whereas I found the TV shows for Marvel to start strong and to slowly get worse as we went along. 
Whereas Star Wars, I don't even care if they make a movie. I don't care. I just want What's the like, next the one, quality. the Rogue Squadron that we have no nothing about, and who cares? Well, it's going to be. I've completely. It's well, been delayed already, I mean, and probably not, it'll it's be not canceled. Favreau, but I have confidence yeah. now that Favreau was building. Favreau's doing for yeah. Star Wars what he did for Marvel. He's building the blueprint right. of how they're going to be successful going forward, and this is going to work now. And there, there's nothing. Nothing is off the table. Absolutely nothing nope. is off the table. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's solid gold. It's magical. We are living through another golden age of Star Wars. And yep. It's amazing. I can't believe it. I can't believe that we are. And we'll be back here again talking about it next week. Until then, I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. That's no moon. Now I am the master.